Hello, welcome to Real You uh, Podcast. I'm Mark, and um, had a wonderful time in training uh, a couple of days ago this weekend. Um, we did like a three-hour training in Pontiac, and it was amazing. And, and there was a thought that came up while I was talking, and I want to continue that thought. I, I'm, um, I don't know if we're going to be talking about thinking outside the box or looking beyond the box, or I kind of sort of like the title of a a great man, friend of mine, uh, apostle, that told he taught a lesson one day called uh, "What's Behind You Is Blind You." Um, so I don't know what the title this is going to be, but it's going to be um, something I've been contemplating, and it's found in Isaiah 65. I'm going to I'm going to read a couple of things to you today. Isaiah 65:16, and it says there. He that blesses himself in the earth shall bless himself in God of truth. He that swears by the earth shall swear himself by God of a truth. And then it says, um, Because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hid from my eyes. The former troubles are forgotten, because they are hid from my eyes. For behold, I create a new heavens and new earth and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create for behold I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy and I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people and the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her nor the voice of crying um Isaiah 65, verse 16 says, uh, Because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hid from my eyes. Next verse says, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered, nor come to mind. And um, what I realized here is... um, there's a there's a place where God blesses people to the point of not remembering. The former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hid from my eyes, then I create a new heaven and a new earth, and and the former things will not be remembered nor come to mind. And I was um, I'm really contemplating this idea this morning. Um, how there's a part of our divine nature that gives us the ability to forget. Um, I've been thinking about this for a little while. I mean, um, a lot of people in in our pathways and in our lifetime, we've heard it said that it's that it's uh, to err is human, to forgive is divine. Um, we heard the, a lot of people say, maybe you maybe you feel this way. Well, I'll forgive you, but I'll never forget. Um, and then I used to think about the idea that it, it's impossible for God to forget. But then as I started really reading more and more on the subject, I realized that God can forget because he chooses to forget. And he, he doesn't. And so I've been kind of really meditating on the idea of how to... Uh, forget and how, to, how what is this divine quality that allows us to forget and what what are we missing here because um, there's some 
now my idea is, is to fail as human, to forgive as a choice, but to forget is divine. And the seal of forgetting is to release the emotional attachment to the painful memory of the past. Um, I, I'm, I'm contemplating today that there, there is something about um, actually forgetting those things which are behind me, like Paul says in Philippians 3.13. He says, Brethren, I don't count myself to apprehended. And one translation says, No, brothers and sisters, I'm still not at all where I should be, but I'm focusing my energies on this one thing. I'm forgetting the past and looking forward to what's ahead. And the King James, of course, I love says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before us. And Paul said of his own statement, um, this one thing I do. In other words, there's one thing that I work hard at or there's one main thing or there's there's one very important idea I want to give to you. Um, and that idea is the idea of learning to forget the things behind. Now we know um, we know Jesus was in the, um, in the parables and talked about Lot, Lot's wife and he said looking back and no man that puts his hand to the plow looking back is fit for the kingdom of God and that word look back means, obviously means to look back with passion and a mourning and a loss and looking back with regret but it says you will not be fit for the kingdom of God and the word fit there actually means to find your place to actually and so many people are um really having a struggle finding their place finding their place and we keep trying to lay the lay the uh the vision before the people the dream the what god has for you uh, the creative reality within us all the greatness but i'm thinking today that that um maybe there's a there's some truth to the fact that we need to tap into our divine nature and learn how to forget which means that word forget means to neglect to no longer give voice to to no longer um keep alive with our memory um because there is a place isaiah 65 he says the remembrance will be no more and it neither will it come into mind again and we have to break free of this emotional attachment. Um, it's a huge issue, and I think people are struggling with with uh, this subject matter because we we couldn't lay out any more future and, and purpose and destiny. Yet they can't they can't reach out and lay hold of it. Uh, probably, and a lot of it is because they haven't learned how to forget. And so, when I was teaching this weekend. Um, in this leadership training, uh, we were we were talking about um, how to hear God, and you know, and that's something that uh, is very important to me, and, and I'm sure all of us. But I, I told him in Revelations chapter one, it says that um, that I John was in the spirit on the Lord's day, Revelation one uh, ten. And I heard a voice behind me. 
Then I took it, and then I, I immediately thought of John chapter 20 when Mary was at the tomb, and she thought she had seen she had seen angels in front of her, but she thought she had seen a gardener behind him, and he was standing behind her. And I never saw this before, but I realized um, John was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and he heard a voice behind him. And what I was what what I was feeling in my heart was. Um, we have to learn to hear his voice in our yesterday. We have to learn to see him in our yesterday before because if he can't be the mastery of yesterday and if he wasn't in it, then it's going to be really hard for us to create a, a a destiny future and promise. In other words, you have to trust him for your past, and if I can't, then how can I ever trust him for my future? so I have to Recognize, reconcile my past and have to quit looking behind with regret because um, you know Mark Twain said 20 years from now you will never you will regret more what you didn't do than the wrong decisions that you made in your life and I've learned that I've had that uh, found that to be true um, I was telling my son last night I I've boiled down my life, and um, I used to have many, many, many regrets, and now I just have like one or two, so I'm still working on it. Um, I keep reliving this dilemma in my life because of something, a decision that I didn't make in my past, and now my only uh, choice is either to do something about it you know, to go ahead and make the decision now that I think that, that I thought I didn't do in the past, or I have to reconcile that God chose me to take this path, and he has my best interest in heart, and this is the only path that I could take. And when you start thinking like that, you can start breaking free of the regret of it. And um, it's pretty important because I, I believe Israel was in the in this situation, um, they are walking through the wilderness and going through all these trials and stuff, and all the time they kept bringing up the past. And and what is ironic is they actually forgot. Uh, they started longing to go back to Egypt just so they could eat, and they had totally forgotten, you know, um, the pain and the the trauma that they had been through for four hundred years. And I believe that 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 reality of not reconciling their past, in other words trying to see God in it trying to reconcile the, the purpose of my past trying to come to a place of actually forgetting those things which are behind and there's, it's, it's going to be impossible to do unless you can understand that God was in it and 1 Corinthians 5.17 says if any man's in Christ is a new creation and old things are passed away and behold all things are new and that's the process um, that has that has actually literally been done in the records of heaven, in the record of spirituality, and, and as far as on our account, old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. But verse 18 is the one where everyone struggles because every time I quote it somewhere, no one remembers it because they haven't heard it. And the, verse 18 is is presupposing you know 17 don't work without 18 and 18 says and all things are of God and so 
to really come to the reality i'm i'm today and and that's what this podcast is about is just me um sharing what i'm actually processing in real time it's not exactly what i may would share with everybody may not be something that i'd want to um you know talk to a group about or whatever but i just want to talk to people who want to dialogue with us Uh, we get a lot of emails and we get uh we get a lot of feedback and but today i'm processing the idea this is my idea can we come to our state of divineness our divine nature to where we actually number one realize the purpose of what we went through find purpose in it two forget the effects and the pain and the drama of it and three move on and actually come to a place where all things are become new in other words old things are passed away all things are become new and all things are of God now I, I can take all my junk but I, I just know that everybody has situations in their life uh, maybe little regrets little things they've done um, things they wish they hadn't done things they wish they should have done um, played the what if game what if my life would have taken a different path what if I done those those issues are are one of our biggest dilemmas because it's actually our lower nature which thrives on regret thrives on disappointment our carnal nature thrives in chaos it thrives in le- even though we hate it there's something comforting about it and and the only way I can describe it is a, a lot of people uh, eat comfort food or whatever. They they just have feel like they have to eat. And the reason why, because it brings them comfort, even though they know in their spirit, in their brain, that it's gonna, it's obviously not good for them. And we know it's not it's not right. It, we know it's there's it's unfruitful to think on these thoughts. And that's why Paul was always trying to tell us, you know, the 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 weapons of our warfare are not carnal. <laughs> but they're mighty, and they're mighty because they ha- every one of them have to deal with our brain. And he told them in Philippians, you know, if there's any virtue or any praise or anything good in your life, think on these things. And it's so easy to get, um, I can't explain it, but our Adamic lower carnal nature thrives in chaos. And, um, and it thrives in, in finding comfort, and it, it thrives in pity, and it, thrives and feeling sorry and if you won't do that then it then it'll flip it around and turn into anger and bitterness and try to keep everybody away from you so either way it's a struggle but the reality where i'm at in my life is i'm striving to learn how to be can i get to a place in god where i actually choose to forget can i be totally released of all uh pain effects and responsibility can i get to that place to be i don't i don't know this is where i'm learned this is where i'm striving to be because i'm learning that to whatever percentage i'm hanging on to my yesterday it's affecting my percentage of my tomorrow and i want a hundredfold return and so i'm trying to i'm not trying i am releasing myself from my yesterday and my yesterday's decisions, I'm going to choose to accept that I have divine nature attributes 
And I have the heart and mind of God. I have the mind of Christ. I have the ability to see God in all things and to let go of my yesterday and see him in it. So when John was in Revelations, I realized when I was talking that he heard a voice behind him. And that's been a big passion of mine is learning how to uh, see God in my yesterday. And that's what I try to help people with. That's what I process So my question today is, can we really forget or can we really come to see, be like God in this area of our life and really, can we learn, can you forget? Can you choose to not feed, um, can you choose to let go of the emotional attachment and just forget? Um, I believe that it's a seal and it's a promise for our life. Because our our lower carnal mind or Adamic nature, or however you want to call it, the beast nature, it actually is addicted to chaos. It 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 wants to remember the pain. It wants to feed on and bring it bring your yesterday into today. It wants to feed on that pain and bring it up to your mind. Um, so I think sometimes you have to reconcile with those that you can. You have to. Like like uh, scripture says in Hebrews, follow peace and holiness without with all men, and as much as possible live peacefully with all men. At least the root of bitterness springing up in trouble. You well that came in from your yesterday, and uh, a lot of people's today's problems are actually just yesterday reliving it over and over. It's almost like Groundhog Day. We're waking it up and we're dragging this thing into our tomorrow. And so today, I just want to encourage you to think about this idea. Is it possible to forget those things which are behind? Is it really possible? Is it really what God wants us to do? Did he really say in Isaiah 65, we will not remember the former things, and they will not come to our mind? Can we come to that place where we really in Corinthians say, and, and Paul says in Philippians, forgetting those things which are behind? He said, this is my practice as much as I pray, and as much as I read, and as much as I try to do good things, and as much as I try to follow God, he said, there's one thing that I do. I'm striving to learn to teach myself and step in the reality that I am forgetting those things which are behind and pressing on or reaching for the things that are, that, that are good for me. And see, I know if I keep sowing good seed in my tomorrow and I keep speaking it and keep confessing it and keep affirming it in my spirit, sometimes I got to say it so I'll believe it. Because one thing's for sure, I got to say it so I'll believe it. And as I believe it, I'll perceive it. If I perceive it, I'll receive it. And so you, you <laughs> we don't get it no other way. I mean, we have to marry... <laughs> Gabriel came to Mary in Luke chapter 2 and said, you know, you're highly favored. Matter of fact, we may look at that next week. Highly favored. And the Lord is with you. And the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. But she had a responsibility to the creative birthing process. And that's what I'm talking about. So today... I'm asking the question and I'm striving to seek to learn. I want to let go. I want to reconcile. I want to take my rear view mirror out of this car I've been driving 
for the last 30 years and just take it off and realize that what's behind me will blind me and I can't drive forward by always looking in my rearview mirror and uh, so that's my thought for today to forget is divine so let's think about to forget is divine if you have any thoughts email me let's practice let's practice this this week let's come to know the realization that it is not only possible I believe it's the will of God that we strive to forget then I believe that we can so that we can press on so until we meet again um, God bless and uh, talk to you soon